During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, November 22nd, 2021. I'm your host, Blessing, Adioye Jr. Joining me is LaCroix Poppy himself, Tim Ma Fucking Gettys. So stoked for this beautiful Monday to be here with you, Bless. Such fun game news to talk about. We got a lot to talk about, Tim. I'm excited to dive into it. We got stories like Spider-Man gameplay in Marvel's Avengers finally being revealed. We got more juicy details about Horizon Forbidden West. And we got a whole lot more to talk about because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each new week at 10 a.m. live right here on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily. One, I, I swear to God, I, with every bang of this desk, it gets closer and closer to collapsing. And it's I know one day it's going to happen. I know one day I, it's going to happen. Why would you say that? That's not true. That be, desk because is the missing very, screw. No, there's a missing screw in this desk. All right. First of all, the 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 secondary desk that I have in my, in my office, it's missing four screws. <laughs> and I'm constantly and we've never, we've never seen Kevin go it. through disaster. Never, never, impossible. Not when, all right, not you're, now you're talking about stairs. Okay, that's <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that has to do with the desk. God damn it, Buzz. I'm just saying. Remember, you, it, can you know use what? Epic. I hope it falls apart. It's going to. I know it's going to because every single time I bang this, I'm like, these desks aren't built to be banged. They're not built to be like to for the Greg Miller style. Like, oh man, I'm going ham at this. Uh, thing. Well, it sounds like you know what you're doing wrong, yet you continue to do it. That's but what it's it part like. of a staple. If I don't do it, people will complain. You know, people will get mad if I don't bang regardless. the desk. So I gotta bang the desk. You know, what happens happens. It's gonna happen someday. This thing's gonna tip over. Remember, you can use Epic Creator Code, kind of funny, on all Epic Store and Epic in game purchases like Rocket League and Fortnite to help support the channel. To be a part of the show, to patreon.com slash kind of funny games or bronze members or above, get to write in and silver members or above, get the show ad free with the exclusive daily post show. Housekeeping for you this week is Thanksgiving week in the United States, and so there's no KFGD or live streams after tuesday of this week tim is there anything else we need that we need to make people aware of in terms of content yeah let's see we got um amazing spider-man in review we have a new kind of funny podcast that just went up on kind of funny's youtube mm -hmm. uh we got amazing spider-man 2 rewatch going up tomorrow that'll be the end of the kind of funny specific content uh with the exception of oreo oration episode three will be going mm -hmm. up uh but then when we come back, this is the most important thing. Hawkeye premieres episodes one and two are this week. We're going to, the plan is on Monday coming back from Thanksgiving, we're going to do a screencast of episodes one and two of Hawkeye. And then on Wednesday, when episode three is out, we'll do episode three. A lot of people have been asking, and there's your answers. On the game side of thing this week, you're going to get your PS I Love You. You're going to get a games cast. You're going to get your X cast. X -Cast. 
Hell yeah. And so look out for those. But yeah, you are going to miss out on three episodes of KFGD toward the latter half of the week. And of course, what that means is next week, Monday, you're going to come back to a banger episode of KFGD. And so look out for that. Uh, but also speaking of live streams, about an hour after this KFGD ends, we're going to be recording PS I Love You XOXO Live on Patreon. And it's our best PlayStation character bracket. Uh, that's one that you don't want to miss live if you're a patron because you have the opportunity to vote in straw polls to help break the ties and help determine the characters that move on uh that episode will be up for everyone to watch and listen to on tuesday thank you to our patreon producers pranksy and blackjack today we're brought to you by express vpn purple mattress and upstart but we'll tell you about that later for now let's begin with what is and forever will be the roper report uh -oh. is. it's time for some news we have six stories today a baker's dozen Kevin getting pulled through a, from another dimension. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure like the listeners probably didn't hear it, but on our side, it sounded like Kevin just got pulled into like a spacecraft or something. Just disappeared. <laughs> they heard for, it. I was I was playing with some different variations on sound. Oh, okay. Oh, damn, you're getting wild over there. I love to see. I was it. using oh, my bless. hands, bless. I was using my What's hands. What's going on on your bed? We. It's a conversation we've had multiple times. Doesn't okay. it look, Doesn't it look like a doll? <laughs> One of those so bad it's pillows. It's a body pillow. To have. It's a body pillow that I got sent. Uh, from G4, and I've had a lot of questions in terms of what this thing is. Hold on, give me a second. I'll go grab it for you. You see what I'm talking about? I don't about? even, I don't even really want to say what I think it looks like, but one side looks like pubic hair. I'm still not Jesus sure entirely Christ. what this is. What? Yeah, you are. We know exactly what it is now. Well, we know partly what it is. Our big question was, what animal is this, and what fucking like What's appendix or appendage looking thing? Yeah, what is this thing? What is this I learned. A finger puppet. Yes. That's well, exactly what it is. It's a well, it is hand it's puppet. a puppet. It's a hand puppet. So this thing right here is an arm. And no. I didn't, yes. And I didn't figure that out until I asked my friend Rihanna, who works at G4. I was like, what the fuck kind of animal is this? What is this thing coming out Get of that hand out of that beaver? Yeah. So we, yeah, we, we were whole, befuddled, Tim. Befuddled. <laughs> we were, me and Kevin, and I think it was Jana Garcia, we were trying to figure this out. And we were lost the whole it time. It took over the entire post show of that day. Yeah. Still don't know what animal this is because this name is Ratty. It's a beaver. Ratty the beaver. It's a, it's a beaver. Ratty the beaver. Is that what it is? Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. But yeah, I was I was confused about this for a while. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's my body pillow, and uh, congratulations. I love it very much. I'm happy for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I hope it. you you both have many years of love together. <laughs> we keep oh, each other company. No. It's been a great time so far. It's been a great week. Uh, let's start with story number one. IGN has published an exclusive preview for Spider-Man in Marvel's Avengers. This is written up by Simon Cardi at IGN. Kevin, as I read through, I have a link in the doc to uh, a YouTube video from IGN with gameplay. And the gameplay being shown is very important to clarify. Is gameplay from Crystal Dynamics themselves, right? This isn't captured game, gameplay from IGN. That's a good that's point. Some, that is a point that will come up later. <laughs> that's an important thing that we'll talk about in a second, but to jump into this preview written by Simon Cardi. Oh. Simon writes, I recently got the chance to spend two hours hands-on with Crystal Dynamics' latest platform exclusive addition to the roster and see everything the web slinger has to offer and came away looking forward to using his abilities, but a little worried about what it is I'll actually be doing with them. Peter Parker's introduction to Avengers is slightly different to previous DLC characters, Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, and Black Panther. Called a hero event instead of an operation, Spidey doesn't have his own story missions, but instead feels more akin to a character joining a hero shooter roster. As with every other Avenger, Spider-Man comes complete with his own unique moveset and slots right into the fr frantic action. With a combat style largely centered on quick evades, perfect dodges, and quick fire melee attacks, he plays somewhat similar to a more nimble Black Panther. 
Spider-Man feels great in combat, which is not entirely surprising. Hero design has never been Marvel's Avengers problem. The same, sadly, can't be quite can't quite be said for how it feels to play Spider-Man outside of a fight. In this preview build, I got to swing around the eastern seaboard region, uh, which is the closest we're going to get to Peter's native Queens, as well as the future wasteland biome. A very high bar has been set by Insomniac when it comes to fluid motion of Spidey, but even allowing some headroom, Avengers falls quite some distance short of it. Opting for the swing off of anything method, Spider-Man effectively swings from a glass ceiling in the air. Despite this, some of the magic is there, especially for the first swing or two after each launch into the air. But that magic is often swiftly and unceremoniously evaporates uh, as, as Parker smacks his face into that aforementioned glass ceiling and all sense of momentum is lost. Describing Spidey's arrival as a hero event instead of an operation is basically called for don't expect any story missions, and that's exactly what you're getting. Apart from a short cutscene introducing Spider-Man to the rest of the team, the rest of what I saw of Peter's plotline about a suspicious chemical company was told through audio files, mainly emails and text messages read aloud, obtained once certain objectives were completed. These are all standard Avengers fare uh, that long-term players will be familiar with, such as perform 25 power attacks or play any two missions. Apart from a harm room tutorial, there is no new mission content here, although the long-awaited claw raid will be dropping the same day. That will, of course, require you to spend dozens of hours leveling up Spider-Man first if you want to use him in that. Tim, based on what we've heard and what we're seeing here, where are you at with Spider-Man and Marvel's Avengers? Dude, I have a lot of a lot of thoughts about this. Um, first off, Kevin, if you can go back to seeing some of the the gameplay here, um, I I am just shocked at how unappealing this game looks. Like it's been a while since I played it, and I've never played it even at this level. I don't think the amount of numbers and icons on the screen it just looks messy. Like the game itself looks messy. Then you add on top of this this Spider Man whose combat does not look fun and in the same way that we compared the avengers game to the mcu movies we're comparing this game to insomniac's game and mm -hmm. like they, that's like a double whammy of issues uh, against it at this point and it doesn't look fun it doesn't look like a modern spider-man title like this definitely reminds me more especially with the gameplay we're seeing where more punches are are hitting air than enemies yep. like granted these enemies are just sponges anyways right so it doesn't even fucking matter because it doesn't feel like you're actually hitting them exactly. but just watching this it reminds me a lot of like the 2000 neversoft spider-man game yep uh, on the playstation but obviously that's a ps1 game and a funny thing is this weekend i went down a rabbit hole with that game trying to get it to work on a pc <laughs> And I got it working, everybody. I love this. Because I, I went down a similar rabbit hole of watching Spider-Man PS2, just like gameplay and cutscenes. Because yeah. I've been, I've, we've just been on a Spider-Man kick lately. Totally. Yeah, I, I want to do a stream. I want to play through the entire game. Because that game is fantastic story-wise. And I'm sure it doesn't hold up gameplay because it's a PS1 game. Yeah. But uh, looking at this, I'm like, I'd rather play that for sure. Um, it this doesn't look great <laughs> like in any way kev i sent a uh, a slack to you of a, a gift that cameron kennedy posted um that really kind of just sums up this whole thing which is just the run animation it looks is, bad it's so goofy like yeah <laughs> it's like why is he running like that it, it it's ridiculous and i agree with you i i i think just this just straight up looks bad and i with marvel's avengers there's a lot of caveats you you take in going into it right we know this isn't marvel spider-man by insomniac we know like we know what marvel's avengers is we know it's an it's an ensemble game where they have to make every character like play at a decent level 
And so you don't go into this expecting greatness, but even with those caveats, I think you still want to be excited by the prospect of Spider-Man entering this game. Spider-Man being one of, if not the most popular Marvel superhero and one of the most popular superheroes in the world, right? Right, That right there is... I think Spider-Man should be the moment for Marvel's Avengers where we finally all go, oh shit, there's something here that's going to pull us in. Oh shit, this right here is the game changer. If Spider-Man isn't the game changer for this game, what is going to be the game changer? I have yeah. lost all hope no, at this that's, point if Spider-Man isn't the game changer. That's a really good point. Kev, can you bring up the gameplay you just had up and go back about 20 seconds uh, to right before he's walking on the bridge and he's kind of whipping like this? Um, it's so funny to me, like looking at this, like... Th- the character model of Spider-Man doesn't even fit with this world, really. Like he, his colors yeah. look kind of out of place. Um, but there's uh, this one shot that I don't know if we're going to be able to to get to because it's very specific. But he's got to just walk in. Oh, uh, yeah, keep going here. I think it's about to when he, he goes right onto that thing. Oh, uh, I thought it was the daytime bridge. Got it. There no, right. Um, I don't fucking know. Anyways, it'll come eventually, and I'll, I'll point it out. But it just reminds me of like Tobey Maguire. Not Tobey Maguire necessarily as Spider-Man, just Tobey Maguire as a person. <laughs> just the awkwardness of Tobey Maguire. Yeah. I that's not that. good. That's not good for the fluidity we want from a modern Spider-Man game. I'll tell you that. It's it's funny that one of the first things you referenced was the PS1 Spider-Man games because I had the exact same thought when I first saw the gameplay po- uh, pop up uh, on Twitter when Nibel tweeted out. I was like, this looks, it reminds me of Spider-Man on the PS1 in not the good ways because I like well, that game as well. His, I think- his suit ha- doesn't seem to have texture. This looks like he's wearing one of those... <laughs> Like suits that you buy from Amazon that are like oh yeah green suit that's been printed this way yeah Alibaba.com yeah 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 where it's like this is just a bodycon suit thing yeah and the 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 way the combat flows just seems stiff and seems very early this is what I'm talking about right here oh oh oh, yeah (laughs) wow that straight up has Toby dancing vibes, right? Right there, yeah, his right arm, the way he like it looks holds so it weird. Back. Damn, a little further, a little further. Hold on. That's oh, that's such a funny. bummer. Wow. That's okay, such a bummer. There, 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 there. I'm Spider-Man, guys. <laughs> yeah, and it reminds me it also reminds me a bit of like Marvel's Ultimate Alliance, which I think there's a, there's a lot to compare it to with Avengers and Ultimate Alliance just in terms of the the type of games they are and the 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 pull and draw of those games right like you're you're jumping into marvel's avengers to basically hop into missions and beat shit up and hop out right and i think with that there are varying bars of quality that you expect from that and from from this even on that level i'm still like i'd rather play ultimate alliance like spider-man ultimate alliance than play spider-man in this game like everything they've shown here just seems like a bummer and that combined with the fact that there's not heavy story content um uh with this drop i think is the ultimate like oh man well that sucks I think, you know i think people are, people are already divided in terms of it being a playstation exclusive thing and i think the fact that it's playstation exclusive is probably the reason why they're like well we can't mm-hmm. do heavy story content because Which we don't want bullshit. to divide the audience in that way yeah. like that's that is such a, a problem where it's like then like that is a disservice to everybody Right, because yeah. it's like 100%. if you're gonna get the rights to Spider-Man, the most iconic Marvel character, hard stop. Right, like the only other one that could compete at all is Wolverine, and that's not even freaking close. It's Spidey, right? And you're gonna get him, you're gonna make him exclusive, and then you're just gonna do this, and it's like there's not even story content. Like we're not even gonna get like a, the the same thing they did for Hawkeye and for um for Kate Bishop, so Hawkeye yeah. too, <laughs> and the Black Panthers, Hawkeyes. right? Like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but we're not. Right, this is we're no. just getting. No, you're yeah, just getting. Yeah, yeah. You're just getting Spider-Man and the story content that they've described. Like Simon Cardi talks about here, it is 
uh it's like audio logs essentially hey go go through and do like uh do the uppercut move 20 times to unlock the next like the next thing in the story uh story progression and it is you like listening to an audio log or reading an email about whatever the next story beat is and it's not the same as the kate bishop stuff and the black panther stuff which actually had their like story content that had cutscenes and progression all that stuff you're missing you're missing out on that content i think the thing that really makes this one a bummer is the fact that we've heard about it for so long and have been yeah. anticipating it for so long if this wasn't announced a year ago and i know they, they meant to release it way sooner than um it's finally been but the fact that we've heard about about it for so long and have had so long to stew on it and think about how yeah it's kind of messed up that it's only on PlayStation or whatever whatever we've got we've even after getting over that hump I think there's still that element of well you know Spider-Man is still exciting in itself Spider-Man's hype let's 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 pick the game up when it has Spider-Man in it and the fact that Spider-Man looks like this and seems like it's not going to be as big of a deal as we all anticipated I think is 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 the biggest bummer. I think it's it's just a, a series of unfortunate events with this one. He just looks also, thick too. Like Kev, can you go towards the end of this video? There's all the different costumes we see. Yeah, which I think is cool. A lot of cool. No, it's definitely kind of cool. But then there's there's one that, one. Oh, that oh, I feel God. like we were just robbed entirely. Mm. Yeah, pause on this. this is they literally cool. just took shirtless Spider Man and gave him a shirt. This is <laughs> fucked up. That I got Greg this Miller. One. This man is Greg Miller. <laughs> but like on a serious note, this is the, the 96 Spider-Man, right? With just the it like the, I'm sorry, this is the the like cartoon uh Peter Parker with the mask on, right? Is that what this is supposed to be? I I don't know. I don't I get don't that vibe at all. I've never seen him wear this uh, vest. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um I was going to say like the most disappointing thing though is that like it sounds like his traversal is going to be really lame. Like yeah, that's the other thing. thing is like, that's so that's sad. That's yeah. PS1. That is Spider-Man 1 on PS2, the, the, the movie game, which I was just watching gameplay of the other day. And <laughs> even watching the, the swinging animation in this one, it reminds me of watching that, right? And that's not good. It's not good at all. Uh, and like, again, that's not, that's not a thing that's entirely unexpected because of course they're, they didn't get to build the city around Spider-Man, right? This isn't Insomniac Spider-Man where, that's that that's a thing that they're able to kind of build the game around course, so you expect to have some kind of caveat around it but the the way they describe it in the article makes it seem like yeah they 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 didn't work well with the limitations they were given and elsewhere in simon's article i recommend everybody go and read it uh, read the full thing because i didn't include the full thing here um but there are other parts of it where he's talking about how yeah like the, you can wall run and shit but there's like a certain ceiling to the wall running too, where you can't get like above 14 stories or whatever on a building. And it is once you hit that, it is very obviously locked in the way that it feels like there's a glass wall there. It all sounds like a bummer. Uh, and it's unfortunate because again, this is Spider-Man and this is Marvel's Avengers. When you say those things, those should have a level of excitement and like hype to them that makes us go, oh shit, let's go. I can play Spider-Man and Marvel's Avengers. But now I'm just like, I don't know, man, do I want to play Spider-Man and Marvel's Avengers? Probably not if it looks like this. Yeah, but we'll see. Will Imran Khan say that this game is all right by the end of the year? We'll see. No, we'll no. well, Greg. That would have been such a good transition. I, I know, right? That would have been such a great thing. But also, um, do you think? Well, how do you think Greg is going to take to this? This is like one of the most where I'm missing. You Greg, know what? Because I, I really want to know his thoughts. I'm fucking calling Greg. You're call There's him? a zero percent chance he answers, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Because he was the first person it's, I thought about this. Greater morning. than zero that he answers. He's yeah, just but, sitting okay. there You're probably right. watching, you know? I'd say there's a pretty decent chance. But the chance 16, of him... 40. Okay. There well. he goes. 
Hey, this is Greg Miller, a new father. How are you, Tim? Hey, Greg Miller. Uh, it, you know, I, I know I shouldn't do this, but I feel like I have to. You're live on Games Daily right now, and the Spider-Man gameplay has been released for Avengers. Do you have any quick thoughts on this? Yeah, I think the gameplay looks good. I uh, watched the one, the only Simon Cardi's uh, preview on IGN.com today on the old YouTube. Uh, and it seems to be resonating with what we thought it would be, right? That uh, Spider-Man seems fun to play, but of course they're not giving you new missions for it, right? It's just the fact that he's a new hero dropped in that we get to go level up and stuff. I didn't. I don't think I'm going to have the problem uh, Simon was talking about in his preview, which is like, oh man, you know, the web slinging obviously is not insomniac web slinging. So it is, you know, you're swinging from the glass ceiling up there to go... I, that we had to expect that with as many open areas and stuff. Uh, it didn't damper my excitement for what we're getting on the 30th. That's good to hear. Don't go. watch our games daily. <laughs> I love oh, you, yeah. Greg. Have fun. That is a valuable perspective to have because that is somebody that plays Marvel's Avengers, and that is somebody that has spent hours and out like tens of hours. I don't know if he's at the hundred. He's mark so yet. invested at this point. He's they invested in Marvel's Avengers, and so like good hey, for him. Good for him, yeah. and I think that means something if you're into Marvel's Avengers you know there you go there you yeah. go maybe he knows not all what it lost. is he knows what he's getting and it, i'm sure he's just happy he's getting more <laughs> hell yeah uh tim you know what i'm happy about mm. to one day get horizon forbidden west story number two horizon forbidden west has a whole team of developers uh just to make the open world feel alive this is jared moore at ign Horizon Forbidden West has a whole team of developers solely dedicated to making its open world experience feel alive for players in the game called the Living World Team. In a new insight into Horizon, Horizon Forbidden West on the PlayStation blog, lead Living World designer at Gorilla, Espen Son, uh, explains how his team is working on, a, on different aspects of the world design to bring the PlayStation exclusive to life. Quote, when you walk through the Forbidden West, everything should feel like it belongs there, says Son. They continue, the Living World team at Gorilla works on aspects of the game that makes the world feel authentic and alive, the tribes, the settlements, and the people within them. There's an intention behind everything we place within the world, end quote. It's seemingly that intention that will help players to understand uh, and fully experience Forbidden West's storyline and characters when it launches next year. As part of the post, the studio explains that the Living World team has been working closely alongside the game's narrative designers to ensure players are greeted with a visual experience that makes sense from a storytelling perspective throughout the game. Quote, Our main challenge is translating this narrative framework into visuals that are integral to the world itself, says Son. He continues, for example, the Tanakh, uh, one of the human tribes within the game, are known to be competitive and combat-focused, but so are other tribes. So how do we distinguish, distinguish them, and how do we communicate that visually? It then becomes all about the details, the animations, and behaviors. Within their settlements, you'll see the Tanakh working, working out, uh, readying themselves for battle. They're often younger because they need to be capable warriors. Their base is an ancient ruin from which they've picked up certain old world gestures uh, that they may not fully understand, like using a military salute to say hello. Ultimately, our goal is to make, uh, make sure NPCs feel connected to where they live, and we work closely within, uh, with other internal teams, such as narrative, quest, and environment, to make sure that every location feels authentic, concludes Son. Uh, Tim, what does this do for you and your excitement for Horizon Forbidden West? This is the type of thing that I imagine we're going to get a lot more of as we get closer and closer to launch is them just kind of being like, y'all already saw the goods. You know we're bringing the goods. 
but let me tell you how the goods are going to be great. We're just kind of going to make sure that all the details are right. And this is the details. This is them getting into the world. This is the back in the day before they announced Jack and Daxter. You see that mountain over there? You can go there type shit. We're just like, we're trying to do something new. We understand we have the tech. We understand we have the power. We're now working with the PS5. We're at the late end of the PS4. We know what the hell we're doing. So we can dedicate more time to building out the world, making sure that each little location feels like its own thing because that's really when the magic of video games transcends and it just goes from being like oh i'm playing a game to i'm living in a world so i think that they know that with horizon they the tech is there and the gameplay is there as they've shown with all the combat and stuff i think this is just that kind of like coding on top that's just like we're building out this world and we care about the world and you should too yeah i i love everything i'm reading here this is one of the things that i wanted to learn and hear more about from gorilla uh because in that state of play we got in spring right it was very focused on traversal and the new weapons and the new abilities and combat and all the stuff that is going to be your <clears throat> your moment to moment like gameplay interactions in the game i did want to hear more about how they're going to expand on the open world because that's one of the things where playing the original horizon zero dawn that's that's one of the things that i thought could they could have raised the potential with in terms of exploration and how the world uncovers itself and like building in more diversity and building in more uh, I guess detail within the world to make you really feel like an expansive uh, RPG instead of something that is more purely like actiony, right? Something that purely feels like it is built for like uh, built for that. I guess like Ghost of Tsushima style. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck up these robots and I'm going to like accept the quest, right? I want Horizon to feel something that is more exploration based and more like I'm I'm gonna uncover shit. And I love seeing that one. They have a team called the Living World Team that is that is specifically focused on making sure the world feels living and breathing. And then also what they describe in terms of making different factions factions in the world have their own have their own cultures have their own behaviors. It reminds me, I know, like again, like I've, I feel like I've said this a lot, right? People keep comparing open worlds to Breath of the Wild, and so I'm not going to do that. Instead, I'm going to compare it to GTA. Oh <laughs> yeah, playing, my man, bless. Let's go. I've been playing a lot of San Andreas, specifically San Andreas, because I've been playing a lot of San Andreas. Can you drop right? Persona Five into this somehow. Um, by the end of this I'm podcast, like I'll find a way. I'll find a way. Uh, but like one of the things I noticed while playing San Andreas this latest time around is is how dynamic a lot of the NPC behavior is. You know, like they do a good job of being like, cool, yeah, this person over here, they're part of Girl Street. This person, they're part of they're part part of ballers, right? And the way that they interact with you as CJ are gonna be different, right? Like we and and it goes way beyond that as well, right? You'll drive by people that are uh like chilling, doing their own thing, riding bikes, having conversations with other people on the sidewalk. You'll go to San Fierro and like there are people that are like getting into shootouts in front of your um your safe house there and it feels like such a dynamic open world, especially for what um, what those games were in 2004 on the PS2. We've come so far, right? It's been 17 years since then, if I, if I got that, that math correct. Crazy. Right? It's been so long since then. And games have come so far, right? But I think that is something that can still be looked at and taken into account in terms of Cool. How, do, how does this faction of characters behave differently in their NPC behavior uh, than this faction of characters? And how, can we, how can we use that to nail down what, uh, what the story is in this game, who these people are, where they're coming from, the culture of these characters? And that type of shit is the shit that gets me excited. And like the more I hear about this, uh, this game, the more hot I am for Horizon Forbidden West. It might be at this point in my top to maybe top one most anticipated games is between that and Elden Ring at this point uh, for next year, right? My most anticipated games. I'm really excited for where, what this is going to be. Where What's does Breath of the Wild fall there? Do you, like, why is that not there? Is because you don't believe it's going to be 2022 or? It's hard to believe. It doesn't feel like a real thing at this okay. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming out in 2022. It really um, doesn't, you know? 
yeah, it's hard. If you told me that game was coming out 2022, I'd be like, you sure? You sure? And I guess Starfield is in there too somewhere. Um, but, and I, I, I think the thing also is that is such a known quantity. I feel like I know what her, what um, Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be. Uh, and same with God of War Ragnarok, right? Because I left that out. But I feel like I understand and know what that's going to be. And I hope both those games surprise me in new and interesting ways. But Horizon Forbidden West, from what they've shown so far, they're polishing all the things that I asked for the, um, in the first game, right? I love the first game, and the first game does so many things good. But there are quite a few places where I was like, "Oh, this is where you, <clears throat> this is where you can level up." And from every single thing we've heard about Horizon Forbidden West, they are leveling up pretty much anything I asked for, right? Melee combat, they're leveling it up. Uh, traversal in terms of climbing and like the grappling hook stuff, they're leveling up. The 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 arsenal, they're leveling up, right? Like the 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 visuals of the game, they're leveling up. Every single thing looks like a step up in a way where I'm super excited to, to, to dive into this game and hope that it blows my mind even more than the first one did. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm super hyped for that. And every, again, everything I'm reading here, um, I'm into it. I do wish, though, that this was a state of play. They do a lot of the PlayStation blog preview drops, which I think are good and they have their place. But I do think for a game like Horizon, which is probably your biggest first party title i guess yeah is your biggest first party title that you have at least over the horizon right now but uh, pun intended in that case uh <laughs> you want to get that in front of people's faces you want to you want to let people see and watch and you want to show i think more than tell at this point because we're so close with it. we're only a few months off and so i hope we see more gameplay soon i don't want to just read it and then like get to the day where the game's coming out and it's like all right, cool, but I wish, I don't know. I, I, I want more context for what this is. I'm on the other side of you. I, I think this is the right way to handle this type of nitty gritty stuff. And then I'm hoping we get that, like one more state of play uh, focusing on Horizon or at least kind of focusing on something else with like some Horizon video clips that kind of give us the greatest hits of all this info. Cause I do think this is a little too nitty gritty and a little too into it uh, compared to what general audiences need to know. Having said that, I do think that if, if I was in charge of PlayStation, I would completely redefine what a state of play means, and I would come up with sub-series within it that makes sense so that you can have a state of play presents nitty-gritty bullshit. We'll yeah. come up with a better name than that. Maybe not. You know what I mean? PSBS. That's what it's going to be. PSBS. You gotta you just, love it. Yeah, exactly. And you just get into there, and you get into all the bullshit about stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that for now, blog stuff makes sense because it allows the devs to kind of personally – write these things and get in there and kind of like talk about their games which i think is cool uh but i also expect we're going to see a lot of horizon soon the one so, thing yeah. is i do think that they're holding back because they don't want to death loop it like i i don't believe a game's coming out until it's out nowadays and i feel like most people should act yeah. that way so sure it is a couple months out but is it a couple months out i totally think it is i don't speak I that totally into the world think Tim. It is. don't speak that into the world i know i mean i can't horizon Ren west getting delayed would break my heart one more time if it, if it does one that more again. time one more time <laughs> because you lord knows that it's happened before but yeah like i mean um charles jacobson chat also says that like we've seen plenty in my opinion i'd rather not turn it into death loop i don't think it's at risk yet just because from what we've seen of horizon Ren west we got those original reveals that was mainly like cinematic you see aloy riding a machine like on the beach or whatever and then we had that state of play that was the gameplay breakdown the vertical slice yeah yeah but it's not been death loop to, by any extent in terms of every single presentation we get more death loop gameplay or we get another breakdown of who colt and juliana are right horizon Forbidden west has not been that yet i think um I'm with you that I think we we will see some more soon. And I think if the game does hit in February, 20, uh, February, I forget what date, like February 18th, I think it is. If the game does hit then, which I hope it does, and I think it will, 
January, I think, would be the sweet spot of cool. Now here's our final push for another state of play that is here is the world of Horizon Forbidden West. And I well, and that's what I want. That's what I would love to see. There's also game awards, right? That's true. That's like true. they're not gonna do a big breakdown there, but I do think a well presented something could really, really, really be all that Sony needs to like get the info out there of like, yo, Horizon's coming, we're confident it's coming, and we're confident that you are gonna love it. Exactly. You know what else you're gonna love? Patreon.com slash kind of funny games because wow. you can go there and get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Purple. There are tons of gimmicks that promise a great night's sleep right now, but it doesn't matter how heavy that weighted blanket is. If you're sleeping on a terrible mattress, your sleep will be terrible. That's why I recommend sleeping on a Purple mattress because only Purple mattresses have the Gel Flex Grid. And if you haven't experienced this, oh boy, do you need to change your life. It's a super stretchy, ultra squishy material that adapts and flexes around pressure points and it doesn't retain heat. And I can attest to that. I have the pillow as well and I never even need to flip to the cold side because both sides are always the cold side and it is fantastic getting a great night's sleep starts with having a great mattress get a purple mattress go to purple.com slash kind of funny 10 and use code kind of funny 10 for a limited time you can get 10 percent off any order of 200 or more that's purple.com slash kind of funny 10 code kind of funny 10 for 10 percent off any order of 200 or more purple.com slash kind of funny 10 promo code kind of funny 10 terms apply next up shout out to express vpn are you using the internet without express vpn if so why that's like checking your baggage at the airport without a lock you think your stuff is private but you never know who's going through your underwear and that's nasty when you go online without a vpn your isp can see all your internet activity and they can legally sell to people who use your data to target you but express vpn encrypts and anonymizes your data so your isp can't see your activity it's super easy to use literally you just click one button plus it works on all kinds of devices your laptop your phone but also things like your router and it can protect anyone on your network i use expressvpn i love expressvpn i know that my internet is safe and honestly that makes me feel a lot better day to day secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash kind of funny today that's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-v-p-n.com slash kind of funny and you can get an extra three months free expressvpn.com slash kinda funny and finally shout out to upstart what would you do if you didn't have high interest loans or credit card debt upstart can help you get out from under your debt and start living your life again upstart is the fast and easy way to get a personal loan all online upstart looks at more than just your credit score at your current employment and credit history to find your smarter loan rates you can even check your rate in just five minutes for loans between one thousand and fifty thousand dollars uh one of my really good friends had debt in a whole bunch of different places and was able to use upstart to consolidate in one place just make it a lot simpler and now he's debt free find out how upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash kind of funny that's upstart.com slash kind of funny don't forget to use this link to let them know that we sent you loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and other information provided in your loan application upstart.com slash kind of funny Tim, we still got a bunch of news left. Let's get into story number three. Uh, Wright's fighting game, Project L, looks raw as hell. This is Vicky Blake oh. at Games Radar. <laughs> and that is that is my own headline. Vicky Blake didn't write that. I, I wrote that because goddamn does it look you raw. You are right, though, bless. Damn. Damn. 
It looks goddamn. Te- uh, uh, Kevin, in the doc, I have a trailer you can pull up I as I read through. One second, yep. Go Hell yeah. Uh, but again, Vicky Blake at Games Radar writes this Riot has finally shared a little more information about its unnamed upcoming 2D fighting game, currently only known as Project L. As well as dropping an all new trailer, this one over six minutes long and full of tasty behind the scenes peaks, Project Leads Tom and Tony Cannon tell us more about the new League of Legends fighting game set in Runeterra. Project L was confirmed in August 2019, but we didn't know anything about it, aside from it being a fighting game developed by Riot. A subsequent livestream confirmed the project would be set in the League of Legends universe. Quote, our initial reveal back in 2019 showed a potential direction that we could take the game. Uh, Tom Cannon now explains in a new blog post. And continues, but Project L is in R&D, the phase of game development where we're exploring options. Hold on, stop. Stop. Stopping. Pause. Kev, go back. Go back just a little bit. To the, the man playing the game on the keyboard. <laughs> I have never seen somebody play a fighting game on a keyboard. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I've never seen this either. Dude, those well, keys it, must it, be strong, man. That's I'd, awesome. be, I'd be tapping away. That is like, awesome. isn't that, that, that's pretty similar to playing on a, arcade. On a fight stick? Yeah, fight stick. Yeah, but I have fight sticks are built for that. Like, no, if, yeah, if yeah, playing, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. With the it's way that I'm right. Smashing, it ain't right. Bless, it ain't right, all right? That keyboard is going through it right now, let me tell you. To continue the article, um, uh, the pro- Project L is in R&D, the phase of game development where we're exploring options and finding the fun. Today, our explorations have borne fruit, and we've landed in a spot that we're all pretty excited about. So now now felt like a great moment to bring to you, or bring you up to speed, especially with all the Undercity Knights festivities happening across Riot. We're excited to share that Project L will be a tag team style fighting game where you'll build and pilot a team of two different champions, uh, Tom added. In this preview, you'll see we've updated the game's art style and included a breakdown of a champion's kit. You'll catch a glimpse of how we're approaching controls with an easy to learn and hard to master mentality. We also talk a little about one of our top priorities for the game uh, to build the absolute best in netcode that you can get in a fighter. Of course, we're starting with rollback as a foundation, and we're adding in existing tech from Riot, like Riot Direct, which does a great job at minimizing peeing for League of Legends and Valorant, end quote. The bad news, we're not going to see Project L released in 2021 or 2022. Quote, our goal is to build a super high quality fighting game that the FGC can invest deeply in, playing for years or even decades, Tom said. Quote, that takes time to get right, and we're not going to rush it, end quote. Game, or uh, Tim? This game looks hot. Dude, it this looks so looks hot. hot, man. I love it. I love, I feel like when it comes to, I'm not talking about the quality of the games. I'm just talking about the quality of the art style. 2D fighting games had this beautiful moment in the late 90s, early 2000s, where mm-hmm. it was just like, holy crap, these games. Like, look at Marvel versus Capcom 2. Look at Street Fighter 3. Like, so many of these games look so damn gorgeous. And then all of a sudden, it just kind of, went into that 3d era even if it was a 2d game everyone was just using polygons and it kind of like lost the in my opinion heart and and beauty to it all uh even mvc2 had the 2d pixels with the 3d backgrounds but that had like a kind of a fun look to it mm-hmm. i love that now we're getting the, the guilty gear strives and, and things like this that are like really beautiful to look at and in terms of gameplay them going back to the assist fighter i love that like i feel like we we don't get too many of those uh, out there but what i really think is cool is what riot is doing when you look at them they've nailed the moba right league of legends yep. is one of the biggest if not the biggest moba in the world and then they're kind of like all right what other competitive uh, landscapes can we find ourselves into and make a really high quality product? They've, we've seen it with Valorant, 
with them being like, cool, let's make a shooter and people really kind of getting into it. And now with this, I love what they're saying about like, we want to build this to be a game that the fighting game community is playing for decades. Like that is awesome. And I feel like with that as the goal, it shows an understanding of what makes a fighting game truly work, which is the community, right? And the fact that they have that mentality and they want it to look this damn dope, I think is so special. On top of that, the Arcane show is fucking awesome. Dude, have you watched it? I've only seen episode one, but yeah, no, too. I'm, into, I'm into it so, so far too. Uh, and like that show got, uh, I believe, a 10 out of 10 from IGN and is getting great reviews all around. Uh, and yeah, like Riot, I think, are branding themselves and hitting it in terms of being the the uh studio you go to for the hardcore like competitive multiplayer space they're trying to essentially have games in every major genre in that space that that that's that speaks to like the tournament scene and speaks to like the high level of uh of gameplay right and so yeah you look at league of legends you look at um at valorant and you now look at this and it's like yeah, they seem they seem to be hitting it. And I remember a few years ago now when they started announcing all these different projects. I remember looking at that, looking at that, and going, "All right, we'll see if that pans out." Because we'll see. like, are yeah. you, do you guys really think just because you made League of Legends, you can then hit with all these other games? And so far, they're proving they can do it. Right? Like Valorant is super popular, and it's fun. It's funny because when you look at when you look when you look at the KF crew, all of us here have. I think fairly different tastes and similar tastes at the same time in games, but we all kind of have our different niches in terms of what speak to us. And I know like, I think Mike and probably Andy have played League of Legends uh, to some extent or and enjoy League of Legends to some extent. Andy is the one who's super into Valorant, right? And I know, I think Mike and Nick have also like been involved in Valorant too, but you know, I play Valorant and I'm like, oh, okay, this is way too hard for me, right? Like this, I am not a Counter-Strike person. I am not this yeah. type of first person shooter. The fact that I'm looking at Project L and I'm like, I'm going to get so into this shit. That's your shit, dude. Yeah, this right here is my shit because it seems like they're taking all the right notes from Arc System Works and what they do. You know, you mentioned the Assist Space Fighter, you mentioned the art style, and you mentioned what we've seen from games like Guilty Gear Strive. Uh, a couple years ago, when they first originally revealed Project L, the art style looked fairly different and it didn't look this hot. Um, it looked cool. It wasn't anything to like, you know, complain about. And I think, uh, Kevin, if you're able to pull up the video again, I think toward the beginning of the video, they show what that original art style looked like a bit. Um, and it looked less like that 2D animated, um, like hand hand drawn style. And it looked like this, what Kevin just showed for a second, right? They only have like one second of it. It looked a little bit more 3D modeled with like the the like animation to it, but not as flat. And I think them shifting the art style to be something that is more flat and more colorful and more vibrant and something that does look more arc system works adjacent yeah. is I think that is purposeful. I think they identify how much people have taken to and really enjoyed those games. And I think them uh, uh, focusing in and leaning into the assist space fighter stuff is them reacting to, I think, Dragon Ball Fighters. I think Dragon Ball Fighters came out and I think they saw that and played it and went, we got to go after this. Especially yeah. when, they, when they talk about the, you know, easy to get into, hard to master. Dragon Ball Fighters nails that in terms of the, the auto combos and how easy it is to pick up that game and just flow you can mash square and you're doing a combo right you can mash triangle and do a combo but the more you play something like dragon ball fighters the higher and higher the 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 skill ceiling get, gets in terms of how good you can get in that game and this strikes me as that and i think that aligns with things like valorant and other games that that they have which are very much built to be to be so that they can get the um most amount of people in you know like valorant is built to work on any pc right like all these games yep. are free to play i imagine i'll predict that project l is free to play i don't think they've said yet but 
based on Riot's track record now and how much they want to get into the space and how much they want to get people into their games, I would assume that this is going to be free to play also. And I think this yep. has huge potential. And so I'm super excited about this. This looks incredible. Tim, let's mm-hmm. jump in to the next news story. Story number four, Kojima Productions launches a, a new film, TV, and music division. This is from Chris Dring at GamesIndustry.biz. Death Death Stranding developer Kojima Productions has launched a new division dedicated to music, TV, and film. Based in Los Angeles, California, the new division is designed to take the game studio's games to other pop culture areas. The new team will be led by Riley Russell, who joins the company after a nearly 28-year stint at PlayStation in various roles, including Chief Legal Officer and VP of Business Affairs. Quote, the new division will be tasked with working with creative and talented professionals in television, music, and film, as well as the more familiar games industry, says Russell. Uh, quote, the team, has, uh, the team has, has as its charter the goal of expanding the reach and awareness of the properties now under development at Kojima Productions uh, and to make them even more a part of our popular culture. Although we are we are a global organization, the new business development team will be centered in Los Angeles, California. We're truly excited and looking forward to working with the very best uh, entertainment talent we can across all the entertainment industries. And quote, Kojima Productions business development manager uh, Yoshiko Fukuda added, quote, finding new ways to entertain, engage and offer value to our fans is essential in a fast moving, ever changing storytelling world. Our new division will take the studio into even more areas that present our creative narratives beyond video games and to open up ways for our fans to communicate and immerse themselves in these spaces. Tim. Are we getting a Death Stranding movie? What's happening? I don't know. What I hope more than anything, like, I would love if Kojima's next project wasn't a video game and he's just like, I'm making a movie. I am directing and writing a movie because that would be amazing. I would love to see what his mind can do with two hours, right? I'm just, I'm going to tell this story. I know I only have this much time. I don't need to worry about emergent gameplay and branching storylines and none of that. I am just going to tell a story. Oh, I would love that. I don't think we're going to get that. I think this is just going to be more of a licensing thing and a presented by thing and a stamp of approval thing. Got the book. I saw you got it recently as well. This is the Hideo Kojima book talking about all the movies and music and stuff that inspired him. So this is a nice little segue into this, but pretty exciting stuff. I hope that cool things come, come out of it. And Kojima has great taste. And I feel like it's the type of thing where whether or not you like Death Stranding, you should listen to the soundtrack because all licensed songs are dope as fuck, right? Mm, (laughs) So it's like that type of thing I think could be really cool here. Yeah, yeah. I I think the Kojima has great taste is like the good um, uh, thing to bring up here, right? When it, when it, when we're talking about what this is going to be and whether like whether it is purely, hey, we're licensing stuff and working with other studios to find other ways to utilize the IP that we have, or maybe utilize their IP, um, or if it is Kojima being like, I'm gonna make a movie. Either way, you know, I, I I'm very curious to see what this pans out to be because like I think there's a lot of potential here, and so I look forward to it. Story number five, Hitman 3 is adding new maps, storylines, and modes in 2022. This is Darren Bothis at GameSpot. Hitman 3 is almost a year old, but developer IO Interactive still has plans for Agent 47 and the final chapter in the world of Assassination Trilogy. In a short update, IO Interactive CEO Hakan Abrak detailed several new modes coming to the game in early 2022, starting with Hitman 3's VR mode making its way to PC in January 2022 alongside Elusive Target Arcade. IO described Elusive Target Arcade as a new way to hunt down the most challenging contracts in Hitman 3 via a permanent addition to the game. 
Elusive targets have traditionally been a time-limited event since the World of Assassination trilogy began in 2016, with successful completion of each contract rewarding players with new cosmetic items and assassination gear. More details will come later in the year, uh, Io said in a blog post. Which is funny because the year is about to come to an end, so I guess Game Awards maybe? Question mark, question mark? Mm. We'll see. That's my prediction. For, for PC players running the right hardware, ray tracing te technology will also be introduced to Hitman 3 later in 2022. New maps, storylines, new modes, new ways to play, and surprises that the community has been asking for for a very, very long time are also on the way, according to a Brock. Since launch, Hitman 3 has expanded with its own selection of elusive target missions, new contracts, and a series of missions based on the concept of the seven deadly sins. And then uh, to cap this off, Whoa. I'm going to bring in uh, Nibel on Twitter, who tweeted this out as well. IO Interactive also announces that the entire World of Assassination trilogy has reached 50 million players in total. Hell Hitman yeah! Hitman is now the most successful Hitman game of all time. You absolutely love to see it. I love the Hitman games, and this is all good news, especially considering that they said earlier that they weren't going to do new maps. Yeah, this I'm is a little a shocked. Pivot. I'm shocked, too. I'm shocked, too. But I'm I mean, I'm sure it. the 50 million, they're like, you know what? Hey, this is the most successful game. So I know it's the, the total of all of them, but still, Hitman 3 being the most successful one, they're like, yo, let's keep going. That's yeah. awesome. It, it's super awesome. And I think part of it, too, might be the... I don't know how well the DLC did this year, the Seven Deadly, Deadly Sin stuff. I've not heard anyone talk about it. And I think without... I think the commitment to, hey, we're not doing, like, big new maps or anything like that, I think probably made the, made the audience kind of, like, not as... Uh, like the, the the attachment from the audience wasn't probably wasn't as great as previous Hitman installments, right? I'm sure like in that first month, people were all about it. In the first few months, I'll say people were all about it. I know I was all about it, but I've not booted up Hitman since those first few months. Um, I'm sure that probably made them go, "Cool, people want maps, people want modes. Let's get in there. Let's do something big." And so, yeah, with that number right there, I think that justifies it, and it's really cool to see. Yeah. Let's round out the Roper Report with story number six. Good news for Tim Geddes. Uh, this was tweeted out this morning by at Analog. They tweeted out, the pocket is shipping on December 13th. An email has been sent out to everyone who has pre-ordered with details on addressing, updating, and more. Tim? I can't believe it. I woke up this morning and I got an email from Analog and I was like, here we go. I literally just saw the from and I'm like, another delay. That's what I'm expecting. And lo and behold... It said, we're, we're shipping December 13th. You will get yours sometime between December 14th and December 20-something. And I'm like, what? Word? Oh, damn, son. I am so stoked. I can't wait to have this thing. It is a beautiful work of art, and I cannot it wait to hot. see Game Boy games on this. I am so excited. I just don't know what I'm going to play first. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. That's My good big question. problem is I, I wanted to play some Pokemon, but I'm a little old school Pokemon out right now. <laughs> so I, I don't know. We'll I, I, I feel that. Get some that. Uh, get some Zelda in there. Get some Link's Awakening. Get the old I mean, like, I, We just did Link's Awakening. I that's just true. got the I just played Link's Awakening just for a little bit on the, the Zelda um, game and watch thing. So I'm like, oh, I don't know. It? Yeah, yeah, we'll have to see. I think I might play a little Donkey Kong 94. The, the always Ooh, classic, you know. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, uh, Tim, congratulations mm -hmm. on that. I hope to one day get my play date in the mail because Lord knows I want to play that play date, but that's just so far away. If I wanted to come out to Mom and Grop Shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show host each and every weekday. Looking at the chat, someone brought up Mario Land 2, and that's what I'm going to be playing, baby. Hell yeah. Do 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 out today, we got Before We Leave for Xbox Series X and Xbox One, Farming Simulator 22 for PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, PC, and Mac. Uh, Ryu, Chumli, and Akuma have joined Brawlhalla, which 
all right, cool, let's go. And then Laser Boy uh, is now live on Steam. It's wild that Brahalla could get Akuma and Chun Li and Smash and <laughs> didn't get them in there. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> we got Chun- Ryu and Ken. I think they were overrepresented. Not overrepresented, but like well represented. But like, come on, same move sets. Give me. Well, I guess Akuma is the same move set too. Give me Chun Li in there. I feel like Chun Li is a great Smash <laughs> She'd character. Be dope. We got an NVIDIA GeForce update for you. Remember that we partnered with NVIDIA to keep you updated on all the latest GeForce RTX additions to your favorite games, including Farming Simulator 22. Uh, With NVIDIA DLSS, accelerate your performance by up to two times so you can play and harvest at record frame rates. If your frame rates are already fast and you you instead desire higher levels of image quality on your crops and fields, try NVIDIA DLAA, that is Deep Learning Anti-Aliasing. It's a new AI-based anti-aliasing mode that uses is the same technology powering nvidia dlss giving you even better graphics in your games we got one new date for you vaporum lockdown is coming to ps5 ps4 and xbox one on december 10th remember you can go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong rewrite and let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong so we can correct it for those watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and on podcast services around the globe the wageless mage writes in and says about the keyboard fighter guy that's not that weird in the fgc there is this very popular stick with keyboard arrow keys for a a lever cause so many people uh got used to doing special moves on pc obviously you weren't wrong just thought i'd let you know that's dope appreciate that i support alternative forms of control that are better for what you're doing and i understand you get some of those that i don't God, even know what they're called what are would. they called the maple leaf keys and the gx keys let me just show you my ignorance is showing right now cherries? because i don't cherries? understand cherry i'm talking about cherry mx that's what it is there i don't is. really know too much about these mechanical They're keyboards nasty, but they look bro. they sure look pretty and i want to tell you kev i want one real bad i want a custom one i want it to match the aesthetic of this room perfectly why is it so difficult to learn about this shit it's so complicated everybody sorry that's that. my for now. My, my thing is, is I, I just need an analog stick you know i need an analog stick for my fighting games you know stick. i need an analog isn't stick. that like <laughs> that's like the worst thing right no the fighting community the looks down on you they shun you do they i mean don't the, yeah, the fighting yeah. sticks literally have sticks on them you like you know well, yeah but like but that's, that's like, like a big stick that's like a that's big an arcade thing. stick yeah i feel like d-pads are the thing well d-pads i'm not good enough for it to matter hold on i guess i use d-pad for like my but my um special move inputs but like I go back to like my analog stick when it comes to my analog stick. When it comes analog to like moving stick. Around, <laughs> stick. people play different ways. You love uh, 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 to see sticks. all the different ways people interact with their video games. Uh, let me tell you who you can interact with tomorrow on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Tomorrow's hosts are Tim and Gary Witta. Remember that we're taking the rest of the week off to celebrate Thanksgiving with our friends and families. Reminder, Kevin, that I'm coming to your place for Thanksgiving. Oh, Hope you are. Oh, you, nothing yeah. else came up. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had friends giving last week, but that's, that's a different. That's a different uh, thing. I, my uh, schedule's open for you. I can't wait for that. Oh, well, you're uh, more than welcome to join us. Hell yeah! If you're watching this live on Twitch right now, after this is Hellblade with Mike and Andy, uh, and I think I believe that is for a Razer sponsorship. Isn't that right, Tim? Yes, it is. Razer Nvidia sponsorship of Hellblade. Andy's playing for the very first time. Very exciting stuff. That's actually really exciting because Hellblade yeah. is a hot game. And I love now Hellblade. Has, now it has RTX. Oh my god! I want. Uh, I want I'm going to watch some of that. I got to watch some of that. Uh, if you want to watch that stream later, you can subscribe to YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Plays. Remember, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday, live right here on Twitch.tv/slash Kind of Funny Games, we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. We have a Patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. So stick around for that. Otherwise, until next time, game daily. PPS.